This is Agatha Brewer, and you're listening to the Intentional Solopreneur Podcast, the show about how to launch and grow a successful service-based business. In each episode, I show you how to build a business on purpose, one that lights you up, keeps you inspired, and helps you make a bigger impact on the world. I share both marketing strategy and my best mindset tips to help you get the clarity and confidence you need to succeed as a new business owner. Hi there, this is Agatha Brewer, and you're listening to The Intentional Solopreneur. So in today's episode, I wanted to tackle the topic of shiny object syndrome. I think this is one that a lot of newer entrepreneurs face, and even people who are further along, uh, more established business owners can sometimes run into this. When they see something new out there in the market, they get excited and they want to implement it in their business. And what I'm talking about is a marketing strategy. So I think the reason why this happens, especially for newer entrepreneurs and business owners, is um, because when you're new in business, you don't always know what will work in terms of getting you uh, interest, getting you clients, and um, marketing in general. So you may have to try a couple different strategies to figure out the ones that work best for you. And in the process of doing that, you probably go out there and do some research and see what other people are doing in your industry. Or maybe you take some uh, courses on marketing or follow some of the gurus out there who are basically all trying to sell you their marketing strategy. Uh, so you don't always, uh, realize that they're trying to promote, you know, a specific marketing strategy. Um, you know, I'm talking about business coaches, but also different, you know, uh, influencers out there. And so that's kind of why in my business coaching practice, um, I don't sell one specific strategy because I don't think it's always aligned to every business owner one specific strategy. Uh, But the people who you may be following may not be doing that. Uh, You know, they will tell you that my strategy is better than this other strategy. And it's funny, if you've been in this world long enough, you start seeing a lot of similarities in the way ads are written and the way marketing copy is on their websites where they say, you know, this and this is bad. Here's why it sucks. Now follow my strategy. But I've seen many versions of this and every single strategy has a downside uh, and they all have upsides too. So uh, it's not real. (laughs) And when you're a new entrepreneur, you don't always know that. So in this episode, I'm going to try to help you stop your shiny object syndrome so that you can actually move forward with something that will work for you. Um, and I've totally been there. I have totally done this in my business, even with a marketing background, I still, you know, got into the place of trying to look externally, trying to figure out what might work in my business and trying different marketing strategies with it, which I think is totally fine. You should try different marketing strategies and see what works, but you shouldn't keep uh, trying new ones all the time and switching all the time because that's where I think the problem is. 
It's fine to be intentional about the marketing strategies you're choosing, but I don't think it's okay to keep switching and jumping around because then you're not actually giving any of them a chance to actually work. So that's the first thing that you need to realize if you are doing this, if you are jumping from one strategy to the next in your business, or even from one idea to the next in your business in terms of what projects you may want to work on. If you do that, and if you go from one strategy to the next, you're not giving any strategy a chance because basically your focus and your attention will be divided and you are one person in your business. So you can't manage 15 different things at once or even five different things at once. You can probably manage two to three projects or two to three marketing strategies. So you need to be really strategic about the ones you pick. So that leads me to my next point. So in order to stop the shiny object syndrome, you need to start out by picking the right strategies for your business in the first place. So if you haven't taken the time to do that, I have a lot of resources on that, but I also have a quiz that I created to help you find the most aligned marketing strategies for you based on your personality, based on your strengths, And then also you want to think about the stage of business you're in because a strategy that works for somebody who's been in business for five to 10 years is not going to work the same for somebody who is just getting started. Uh, And what I mean by this is typically the people who have been in business longer do things that are more complicated. They do things that involve technology, automation, uh, maybe they do paid advertising, or things that are a little bit more complicated that you probably shouldn't be getting into until you're ready to. And that also affects the results they get, uh, which isn't always said in the online marketing world. Um, Somebody who already has an audience, already has built a following, already has a specific type of brand presence, can get better results than somebody who's just starting out in the same exact strategy. So I think we sometimes forget that when we choose the marketing strategies that we go after because we pick something that somebody, you know, who is a couple years ahead of us has had success in, but we forget that, you know, they have a point of view, that they have established a pretty big audience already, um, that they have a ton of other resources. So you have to keep that in mind when you pick your marketing strategies. And my next point um, is alluding back to something I said earlier. So you have to actually decide that the strategies that you've already chosen are good enough. Because if you don't decide this, if you keep having doubt, if you keep having fear around these strategies, then you won't give them a chance. And Honestly, your strategy doesn't even have to be the best strategy, (laughs) but your mindset has to be right. Because if you don't believe that the strategy you've already chosen can work, then you won't go 100% and you won't put your full effort behind it. And you'll keep looking for the next shiny thing and you'll keep looking for the next strategy. And I've been there. So you know, I'm speaking, uh, hopefully you understand that I, I've struggled with this uh, in the past 
And I'm trying to save you some time, frustration, and energy. You basically have to decide that this marketing strategy, if I have given it enough thought about whether this aligns with my personality, whether it aligns with my strengths, um, whether it aligns with the stage of business I'm in, if you can check all those boxes, then your strategy is good enough. And yes, you can obviously optimize it, but that's the whole point. If you don't give the strategy that you've already chosen a chance, you won't be able to optimize it. So what I mean by that is, let's say you've chosen a strategy of, I'll use the most obvious example, podcasting, right? So my first couple episodes probably weren't that great if I look back and listen to them because I didn't have, you know, a whole vision of what I wanted to do just yet. I was still figuring it out. But as I continue uh, creating episodes for you guys, I get better and I get more confident. I get more comfortable. My true voice comes out. Um, you know, I've been able to be a guest on other podcasts, so my strategy evolves, right? And I can serve my audience better. If I had basically switched to another strategy um, a few weeks after I started, I wouldn't have been able to do any of that. And I would basically have decided uh, that podcasting isn't worth my time or energy. And yes, it takes time and energy, and it takes hours of work to put together episodes. But I feel that if somebody takes the time to listen to my podcast and absorb some of the things I'm saying and connect with me and, you know, um, feel my energy on, on my show, if they've taken the time and energy to do that, then it's more likely that they may become my client one day or may refer somebody to me because you know, the type of content that I'm creating is serving them, is helping them. And also, you know, they realize that I'm invested and that I'm going to be here for 20, 30, 40 minutes talking about a topic that will hopefully be helpful to them. So yes, it takes some more time and energy than some other marketing tactics out there. But I think it also does the job of um, showing people you know, who I am, the business that I run, and basically learning from me, which then helps them become my customer one day. So to me, it's worth the effort. And it also opens doors to other opportunities. Obviously, you know, I can speak on other podcasts, um, get in front of a bigger audience. Um, I can do other speaking engagements because people have listened to my podcast and realized that I have a point of view on something. So, you know, there's other benefits as well. So that's just one example of a marketing strategy that if you just did it for a couple weeks, a couple months, and then decided, hey, it's not worth my time and energy, you're going off of like limited information and you didn't necessarily give it a full chance. So that's the next step is to decide that the strategy that you've already chosen is good enough. And then, you know, that's not to say you can't optimize it later on. Maybe there's a piece of it that you need to change or uh, you, you maybe need to add something. But that kind of thing will happen later on, will happen naturally, organically, will happen once you have more data. And the only way that you're going to get that data is if you actually try the strategy for long enough uh, to see how it's working out there in the market. And... The next point is related to this. You've got to actually give it enough time 
to work instead of switching to the next thing. And I think this one may be the hardest for some people because we are a uh, instant gratification society, especially if you live in America, but probably other countries too. Um, we tend to want to have a strategy that takes the least amount of effort and has the best results. And, you know, myself included, sure, I'd love to have a strategy that I implement once and just brings me cash money and clients, you know, uh, but unfortunately it doesn't work that way in marketing. You, you know, maybe we'll get lucky and go viral, you know, once or twice in your business, but generally you have to put in consistent time, energy, and effort, no matter what marketing strategy you choose. And if you're looking for instant gratification, um, I, you know, I hate to break it to you, but I don't think that's, uh, something you should really look for in, in a business uh, world. You have to actually put in energy. You have to be patient. You have to uh, keep looking at the data. You have to keep optimizing what you're doing over time for it to work better for you. So I think sometimes we get stuck in thinking, you know, if I chase this next shiny marketing strategy that I see out there, then it'll give me immediate results in my business. Uh, but you know, it's a myth really, you know, the, the strategies out there that you see people selling courses with, you know, maybe they can work in a short period of time, but I'm sure they've also done a lot of other things in their business that have gotten them to that point. And, you know, you're risking, um, basically switching to another strategy that will take a bunch of learning on your part to get up to speed on, and you're going to be basically confusing potentially the people that are already following you if you start doing something completely different. There's a lot of negative things that aren't always talked about. Um, so yes, if you want to, you can try out a new strategy, but realize that when you do that, you're taking away energy and you're taking away uh, basically focus in your business. So again, I'm going to just reiterate the marketing strategies that you've already chosen are most likely going to work. There's probably a reason why you chose them. And I'm also going to say this, the next shiny thing, the thing that, you know, sounds cool, doesn't always mean it's proven. You know, it may work for a couple people, but the things that are proven, the things that aren't always as sexy, you know, they're proven and they're old school maybe, but they work because they've been done a thousand times. So just because something doesn't have these fancy bells and whistles doesn't mean it's a bad strategy. So also keep that in mind when you're picking uh, your strategies. And another thing that may be happening uh, if you have shiny object syndrome is you may be lacking a little bit of clarity around your marketing strategy and what steps you need to actually take to implement it, whether this is because you've never done it before and you're new to marketing or you just haven't thought through what are the actual things I need to accomplish in order to meet my goals. And this is also pretty common, um, especially if you don't have a marketing background. You may not realize um, all the things you need to do in order to reach your goals. 
And uh, even in the process of thinking about those things, you may start to get a bit overwhelmed. And so uh, when you get overwhelmed, you start avoiding uh, the thing that you've chosen, your marketing strategy. And maybe you go out there and start looking for something that sounds a little bit easier. Um, But uh, unfortunately, doing that, you don't realize that it may sound easy. It may sound uh, exciting but uh, it probably still has quite a few steps you need to follow as well. So my best advice is to pick your marketing strategy and then uh, do what you need to do to get clear on what are the actual steps you need to take to reach your goals. And of course, you need to have clear goals as well. So you need to understand what you want to do, um, by a certain date, uh, there's the common, you know, smart goals. You can go look that up. I won't go through all of that, but you want to make sure that your goals are measurable. You want to understand that they're specific so that you know, uh, if the things that you're doing will actually help you reach those goals. And that's my next point. Um, a lot of times, when we see things out there, uh, we start basically, trying to replicate them or looking for different strategies, looking for things to do in our business. But we don't always stop to ask ourselves, is this thing that I'm working on actually going to get me closer to my goals? Am I just spending time researching something that probably won't, you know, uh, get me closer to my goal? So you have to actually stop and ask yourself that. And that's a good test for you know, when you're working on something in your business, you need to be working on it uh, knowing that it's going to get you closer to your goal, to the thing that you've already stated you want. Not creating a new goal for yourself and you haven't even hit the first one. So basically it's again back to focus, back to clarity. Um, you know, you can reach a number of different goals in your business, but it's best to work on a couple at a time so that you actually reach them. Because what can start happening is you basically start abandoning the goals that you had set for yourself and created new ones. And that can make you kind of feel all over the place, overwhelmed, um, going down different rabbit holes instead of staying focused on the end goal. Um, And if it helps you uh, write them out, uh, obviously you should write them out, but maybe post them somewhere that's easily visible so that you can basically test everything that you're doing against those goals and be, uh, (laughs) be discerning and start flexing the muscle of being a decision maker because as a CEO, as an entrepreneur, you have to make a lot of decisions and some of them are not easy and some of them are not what you want to do, but you have to realize that the things that you work on need to have a result in your business. Otherwise, they're a waste of time. It's basically just a skill that you sort of master uh, in growing your business where you probably start out with a couple different marketing strategies. You test them, you see what works, and then you kind of hone in on one or two and really go from there. And if you can stay focused on them, even if they're, you know, not as sexy, even if they maybe sound boring to you, uh, you know, if you get really good at a couple strategies, that's all you need. And you don't need to be all over the place. You don't need to be chasing the next strategy. The only time I would maybe suggest doing that 
is, you know, if you've done a strategy and you kind of just want to move on to something else, or if it doesn't feel aligned to you, or perhaps you're wanting to scale your business. And so therefore you may need to pivot a little bit and do something that's more automated or includes more technology or is a little bit more advanced. Um, But other than that, if you've found your strategies, then stick to them and just keep working at them. So the last point I'm going to make around shiny object syndrome. So, and this is probably one of the most important ones, (laughs) As I always say, uh, your mindset is really important. If uh, you have shiny object syndrome, you're most likely coming from a place of fear and doubt in your business and also possibly uh, within yourself or your ability to even execute the marketing strategy that you've chosen. Um, If you feel like Number one, your marketing strategy isn't good enough because you've compared it with these other ones. That's basically, you know, comparisonitis where you're, um, you're not feeling, you know, confident in your own abilities. So you start comparing yourself to others. So that's one issue to tackle. Um, and the best way to tackle that is to get off social media as much as possible when you're not actually you know, on social media for your business. You can, you know, go and do things like um, batch create your content or um, publish it uh, in advance so that you're not like going through the rabbit hole of all the different strategies out there, of all the different um, competitors you have in the industry. You want to kind of put your blinders on and keep your head down, keep working on your business and stop looking outside uh, for validation because that is like not a good uh, rabbit hole to wander down. (laughs) Um, Then you may also have a little bit of doubt around your capability to execute the strategy that you've already chosen. Um, And this is normal if you don't have any marketing background. And so ways that you can um, kind of help yourself with this is number one, to obviously work with a business coach who has marketing experience, who can point out the pieces that you may not be thinking about in terms of your marketing strategy or like the, the issues that they see from, you know, their expertise. Um, But if you don't have access to a business coach or uh, you're not ready to work with one just yet. Um, there's resources out there. There's tons of marketing resources out there on the web that you can search a specific marketing strategy. And, you know, you just type in best practices and you'll find a bunch of articles on how you can optimize uh, different marketing strategies. And the last uh, mindset issue I want you to basically realize Um, yes, you may want a quick fix and yes, uh, you know, that is usually what triggers somebody to go out there and start researching other strategies or decide that the one that they're working on now, um, isn't good enough. But what you have to realize is the more that you go and try to find the next thing before you've given the one that you've already chosen a chance the more you're actually sabotaging your own success. And I know that may be hard to hear, (laughs) Um, but 
if you don't give uh, the marketing strategies that you've already chosen a chance to succeed, um, then you're just going to keep spinning your wheels. You're going to uh, be stuck in this trap of constantly um, trying to change something in your business. Like, look at it this way. Um, you know, I'll use an example outside of business that maybe you can relate to or have some experience with. Maybe you've known somebody who's done this in the past where uh, they date somebody and within a couple uh, weeks or months, they they basically decide that that person isn't good enough, uh, doesn't, you know, isn't shiny and new anymore, and they basically dump them. And this is kind of a short-sighted uh, approach to finding a partner. Um, yes, there may be things that you don't like about somebody, but nobody's perfect. <laughs> and you uh, basically have to be in it for the long haul when you're in a relationship. And uh, the people who aren't always the shiny, the new, the most uh, exciting, the most, you know, chiseled, <laughs> the most attractive, sometimes actually are the best partners. Um, because they have a lot of other qualities besides their appearance, for example, um, or their reputation or whatever that actually are uh, the things that build a solid relationship and the people that are responsible and the people that are um, going to be with you for the long term. So look at it that way. If you keep switching your marketing strategies uh, maybe you should shift your focus from finding the new shiny partner, or in this case, strategy, and try to pick the one that is steady, that is reliable, that will be with you for the long term in your business. The one that you think you can implement once and continue to optimize so that you're not um, always trying to find something new. Uh, and so that brings me back again to my point about, for example, podcasting, uh, where I created the show once and I continue to create new episodes and that builds over time. And eventually I'll have many episodes and a library for people to search. And I'm already, you know, starting to build that. And yes, it takes time and yes, it takes energy. Uh, but if somebody is researching me and my business and potentially wanting to work with me, they have a plethora of different topics that they could basically binge and uh, find something that resonates with them and, you know, learn something from me. So, um, yes, it may not be the, you know, sexiest strategy out there. It may take some work on my part, um, but it's something that will pay uh, like dividends for me. It will pay off in the long run. Uh, and I believe that. And you have to start believing that in terms of the marketing strategies uh, that you're choosing for you and your business. So hopefully this was helpful for you. And if you still need some help in figuring out the marketing strategies that'll work best for you, or if you haven't gotten to that stage just yet in your business, 
I actually created a quick uh, two-minute quiz with a couple questions that will help you figure out your marketing superpower, uh, as I like to call it, or basically your marketing personality. Um, And I have created this quiz because I know that uh, there are certain marketing strategies that work best for uh, certain personality types and also uh, based on the strengths that you have as a person. So for example, if you're a good writer, blogging is a great uh, strategy for you or guest blogging. Uh, If you like to tell stories, then podcasting is great for you. And I have basically, you know, at the end of this quiz, you get three custom strategies that you can choose from uh, based on your personality and your strengths. So uh, you can check that out at agathabrewer.com forward slash quiz. And I'll also uh, leave that link in the show notes so you can find it easily. Uh, So I'm super uh, hopeful that this was helpful to you in your business and you can start uh, focusing in on just one or two marketing strategies because that's how I feel, in my opinion, uh, you'll have the most success in your marketing. If you really stay focused, if you really stay consistent and you spend your time and energy focusing on just a couple strategies so you can really optimize them and uh, really start getting uh, the results you're looking for from those marketing strategies. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Solopreneur. I hope you're getting some good information and some inspiration to help you grow your business. If you like what you've heard and you want the support of a business coach, come on over to agathabrewer.com and schedule a free consultation with me. In this call, we'll talk about your goals for your business and see if it makes sense for us to work together. My one-on-one coaching program is specifically built to help new entrepreneurs like you launch and grow a successful business. This program will help you get clarity on what you want to build create a strategic plan of action, and identify and release any mindset blocks that are standing in your way. Because building a business shouldn't be so hard. And with my support, you'll reach your goals way faster than if you try to do it all alone. So I invite you to give yourself the gift of personalized support so you can build your dream business that allows you to live the life you want and make a bigger impact on the world.